What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Podcast. I am your host, Lyle Swithenbank. This is a sportsethos.com presentation. If you'd like to follow us on Twitter, at Lyle Swithenbank, L-Y-L-E-S-W-I-T-H-E-N-B-A-N-K, as in bank, and at Ethos Pelicans. Guys, welcome back. Oh my lord, if you're not up and about after that one, well, you missed out. You need to go back and watch it. And no, you weren't dreaming. No, it wasn't a Mardi Gras miracle. We came out and spanked the Lakers. We headed to Hollywood and, uh, you know, sent them right back to the shops on Rodeo Drive because they were all over the shop. We flogged them. 123 to 95, up by 30 at uh, one point, end up with a 28-point victory. Wowza. How would you be? How would you be being the uh, the Lakers? You know, they've put all the chips in the middle, everything around LeBron and the lowly Pelicans. The Lowly Pelicans, that's the uh, national story, is that the Lowly Pelicans uh, defeat the Lakers. Well, actually, we just beat the Suns two days ago. And then we come out here and we slap this mob around for uh, 48 minutes. Was it a pretty win? No. No, it wasn't. It was not a pretty win. Not until that third quarter where we put them to the sword. The first half was gross. We turned the ball over. So did they. They were terrible um, but we gave them a flogging. We knew they were old, we knew they were slow, and in response, we proved that they were old and they were slow. And they couldn't keep with us. CJ torched them. Ingram torched them. Herb torched them. Jackson torched them. JV torched them. And uh, you can guarantee that the bench torched them too. It was, uh, it was fantastic. So really great to see. Um, everyone's celebrating in the spaces, and uh, as we know, uh, they're always good fun. A shout-out to Chris Connor for running that. It was um, yeah, good turnout again, and everyone was up and about, which was good. Um, you know, as I said, LA stands for Louisiana. The LA teams are in some trouble. I wouldn't want to be coming against us in the play I'll tell you what, I don't even know if the Lakers will be there. So, let's break it all down today. We're going to celebrate. It's going to be a celebration one. You know, we're nearing the 150th episode as well, the next few, so perhaps some stuff might be going on for that. We'll see what happens. Um, but uh, before we get to that, let's uh, have a look at the game. So, we are on the road trip. We come back from the All-Star break, went to Phoenix, slapped them around. Um, good win against uh, the top team in the West. And then we come into the Lakers. So, the Lakers are ranked ninth. Uh, they were twenty. 7 and 36, I think, was their record. Um, yeah, 20, oh, 27 and 30, uh, 26 and 33 they were going into the game. We were a lowly 24 and 36, 11th in the West. Um, they then leave 27 and 33, and only two and a half games back from us. From that win, we go to the 10th spot um, and back in the play-in. Tied with, um, with Portland, but... You know, we've got the Kings up next, and so that hopefully we can uh, get hold of them too. So what did we like? 
we'll go to the quarter by quarter. We're going to start with that. And, you know, I, I tweeted out after the Phoenix game that, um, you know, Pelicans are no good at fourth quarters. And I made myself look like an idiot. Um, uh, third quarters, pardon me. And, uh, you know, the last two third quarters have been a focal point. We really um, we really did step up in the, in those third quarter, the last two. So, first quarter, 24 to 20, heap of turnovers. I think uh, there was 14 combined turnovers against uh, across both teams um, in the first quarter. And then we sort of started fighting back. We scored 24, they scored 20. Second quarter, we start picking up. They're turning the ball over still. We start calming down, getting into the uh, into the rhythm. 27 points to 20. And uh, and the guys started getting going. And the bench was a big part of that. Uh, you know, Tony Snell was fantastic hitting three after three. Jose came in and was, and was playing really well. Najee Marshall had him in uh, defensive hell. And honestly, it was just great to see because... We don't get the national attention. The Lakers fans, I mean, I listen to the Lakers spaces and, you know, there's a lot of people that just don't watch basketball, let alone watch Pelicans basketball. I had no idea what they were doing. There was a a take that um, Westbrook should actively try to switch on to Herb uh, and target him on on the offensive end, you know, go against, um, let Herb defend him. And anyone that has followed basketball at all this year knows Herb Jones is a pretty, pretty good defender. And Westbrook found out in the first quarter, he uh, switched onto him, switched off CJ McCollum, which, again, you know, that's probably the guy you want to go at uh, if you want to use your pace. And Herb looked at him confused, like, what are you doing? And he put himself in the clamps and, uh, and turned the ball over. Uh, he forced shots. He, um, he was bad. And Westbrook is a shell of himself. You know, I've always, I've been a fan of how hard he plays throughout the journey, but he looks like an absolute shell of himself. And so did LeBron, honestly, you know, um, so did all of the Lakers. There was nothing that really shined through for him. And, and you got to feel for him because they put all their eggs in one basket and then drop the basket. They're, uh, they're in some real trouble. And, you know, so we come out of the, um, out of the half and Lakers, actually have a halftime spaces and they were talking about it jose killing them tony snell killing them you know and it was true the guys all credit to them the, the bench came in and was really effective third quarter though we went back to what was right and starters came in and we slapped them around 44 points to 25 huge third quarter from the team and really put them to the sword you know got out to a big lead and every time they fought back we slapped them down again and you love to see that. Uh, 28 to 30 in the last quarter. Only quarter that we lost uh, was the final one. And by then, it was well and truly over. They fought on until about the six or five minute mark of the last quarter and then pulled all the guys. Um, got themselves back to, I think, 24. And in the end, we just uh, we put them to the sword and uh, and just never looked back. You know, And this is leaving. And there's a few key stats we're going to highlight in this, and that's what we'll talk about now. Um, you know, we left... We only shot 64% from the free throw line. 25, we hit 16 of 25. So again, aggressive getting there, but you know, you've got to execute. We left a lot there. Could have been more. They shot 18 of 20 and asked for fouls all night. It didn't matter what they were doing. They could have looked at the ring and, uh, you know, they were they were asking for fouls. So disappointing uh, result for them, but uh, really good for us. And disappointing, I suppose, free throw attempts and percentages and the like, but... Um, you know, we made it up by a good ball movement, 29 assists to 15. Um, 
51% field goal percentage. We, we took the shots that they gave us and made them. 13 of 30 from three, 43%, which, you know, if we shoot double-digit threes, we're almost unstoppable. I'd like to see how many teams have beaten us when we did hit double-digit threes. I'm, I'm not sure on the stats, but, you know, it wouldn't be very often. Uh, steals, we had 16 to 8, and people were just absolutely hammering them. Anytime they go into the paint, nah, we're taking that ball. Herb was grabbing everything. Jose, um, you know, Devontae grabbed a couple. Najee was all over them. We hammered them. CJ had a couple of steals, and they just kept throwing them to him. It was bizarre. I don't know. I can understand why Lakers fans are so frustrated with it, because their team plays without any heart. There's no soul there. They don't care. They really don't. It's like, oh, we're Lakers. You know, are we the greatest players ever? Well, no, you might play for a historic franchise, but the way that you acted tonight was atrocious. Yeah, you're meant to be this... this yeah, you know, fantastic team full of Hall of Famers, and it looked like the guy's had already been inducted, you know, that's the way they were playing, um, turnovers, 15 to 23, you know, they had 23 turnovers, I was saying that that was uh, one of LeBron's worst since about 2009, um, in terms of the amount of turnovers they had, you can't have it, all the things that we talked about earlier on in our team, is what they did tonight, and this is a mature team, you can't blame youth, what are you going to blame, old legs, I mean, it's a bit of a cop-out, isn't it? Um, so, you know, that um, it was really good to see. And I'm so impressed with the guys. I'm so impressed with the guys digging in and everyone playing their role and sticking to it all night. The ball movement was fantastic. If we go to the box score, CJ McCollum, eight assists. Brandon, eight assists. Herb Jones, three assists. JV, two assists. DG, two. Najee, one. And Jose had four. Ball movement. But then let's go by the comparisons. Let's have a look at the turnovers. One turnover for CJ. Three to BI. Two to Herb. Two to Jax. Three to JV. One to Najee and three to Jose. And two of those turnovers were crap anyway on Jose, so I'm not even going to count them. They might have listed them, but a lot of them were off Lakers and they just, you know, they do that thing. Either have the foul or you, or you have the, um, the turnover. So that's what... Uh, that's what happened there, and, uh, you know, LeBron got the, the all-star calls, even though some of them are off him. Anyway, um, I'm not going to get caught up in that carry-on. Steals. Three steals for CJ. Two to BI. Three to Herb. Two to Jax. Two to JV. One to Snell. One to DG. One to Jose. One to uh, Billy Hernan Gomez. was only there in garbage time. You know, we chopped him. Absolutely chopped him, and all credit. Big scoring night. CJ 22. Brandon 19. Herb 11. Jacks 11, 19 and 10 for JV, 9 uh, points and 6 rebounds for Tony Snell. DG had 12. Uh, he's really thriving in that um, off-the-bench role. Loving it. He seems to be a bit, bit more comfortable. His shot's falling. Uh, he's, you know, he's creating as well as hitting his threes, which is nice. Najee, 5, 6, 1 assist and had a block as well. A block on LeBron, no doubt. That was awesome. And uh, Jose, 4, 1 and 4, 1 steal. And, uh, yeah, he was just great. Everyone was just great. Everyone that come in and played, scored. Uh, Gary Clark come on at the end, hit a couple of threes. Trey Murphy hit a three at the end. And Big Billy had two points as well. Now, you just got to be happy with the team. you just really got to be happy with the team. I mean, you have a look at the other team. LeBron had seven turnovers. Westbrook had seven turnovers. They were woeful. And they sat there whinging the whole night. I've never seen anything like it. There was, there was a bit where LeBron got uh, 
found Jonas on the way up and tried to say it was on the ground. And then he said, no, it's two shots. And he then turns to one of the refs, John, I think uh, the ref's name is, and goes, uh, yeah, John Goble. Turns to John, he goes, John, 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 John. And he's screaming at him. That's on the ground. And you're going, well, no, because exactly like the uh, national game commentators Richard Jefferson said, he said, you want those calls. You want the same thing. So stop whinging. And, well, he didn't say stop whinging because they're buddy buddies. But, um, you know, that, that's the thought. It's just, shut up. <laughs> I was so sick of this whinging. Play basketball. If you were better, you wouldn't be in this situation. You know, if you, if you wanted to play hard, you wouldn't be in this situation. You wouldn't be getting blown out by this team that has no business being on national TV, says the um, the national media. That's why they don't show us highlights. In the halftime break, we get highlights of Lakers, even though they're down by 20. You know, where is the equality in that? You want small market teams to get fans and get uh, not have to move and not have to, um, you know, be subsidised by the other ones and, and get these stars to stay there and, you know, balance the league out. But then you... The media doesn't give it the respect that it's due. The Pelicans are on a tear. And we just slapped two of the best teams in the West. Well, that's what the national media will tell you. Um, so, I don't know. Phoenix has a claim because they're top of the ladder. The Lakers don't. So, I'm sick of that. I'm sick of the disrespect towards these Pelicans because they have earned every single thing that they've done. And, uh, and all credit to them. And that's why we ride with them because they've earned it. And, and the culture is such a big thing. You know, we all buy into that. And you can see that by building a culture like this, Willie Green's got a really good locker room. You heard Jen Hale talk about it in the uh, post game for, for Fe- against Phoenix. You know, it's the best locker room she's ever been a part of since, uh, or that she's covered for 10 years, you know. It says a lot. It says a huge amount. And then you've got these, like, videos of LeBron abusing the fans and, and the Lakers bench getting abused by their fans and turning around and... and and calling them uh, names and swearing and carrying on, you know. I've never seen that in New Orleans. We were getting beaten. We were getting hammered, and I haven't seen that. I didn't see fans getting thrown out. I mean, come on. It's embarrassing. And uh, and you feel for um, teams that don't get the opportunity to really show on uh, how good they are and what they can do uh, because people just aren't interested, and it's because the media doesn't let them be interested. So... I don't know. That's just my piece. That's my little rant on that. Anyway, we're going to um, take a break and thank the sponsors, and then we'll come back, do the um, key takeaways. So, thank you to the sponsors, mybookie.ag. Use the code Hoopball, uh, Ethos when you sign up. Uh, that will give you some deposit match bonuses. In addition, uh, manscaped.com, use the code Ethos20, 20% off free shipping, um, good friends of the show, and we have the new daily fantasy partner, thrivefantasy.com, play player props when you bet with Thrive Fantasy, you can bet on whatever you want, when you when they win, you win, um, so make sure you head over there, use the code Ethos, get yourself some deposit match bonuses and some free game cards, which is exclusive to Sports Ethos and this deal, so go and check that out, uh, and of course, protect your identity online um your isp is allowed to sell your data so protect yourself use expressvpn.com forward slash hoopball that'll give you three 
extra months on a 12-month subscription. It is easy to use. You can use it on League Pass. You can use it on whatever, dodge the blackouts, um, all of that sort of stuff by using ExpressVPN. So go and check them out. And they support us. So, you know, support them. And then we can keep this free. So, welcome back to the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. I am your host, Lyle Swithenbank. Uh, we're discussing the flogging of the Los Angeles Lakers by the New Orleans Pelicans. Fantastic victory, um, really, across the board. The guys were awesome. Um, you know, no one had a bad game, which is, you know, when you play team basketball, it's fantastic. So, we're going to get into the three key takeaways. Number one. Numero uno, uh, for a bit of, what is that, Italian? Um, team basketball is winning basketball. And just because you're a big name and you're, you're a big market team doesn't mean you get given a free pass. Small market team, big market team, our guys will come in and they'll play exactly the same. They'll play our way, they'll play Pelicans basketball. And, you know, that was the result. We knew what you guys were like. We knew you were old. We knew you were slow. And we come in and slapped you. Team basketball is winning basketball. 29 assists to only 15 turnovers. I mean, come on. What more do you want? That's just good movement. It's smart. Um, you cause 22 turnovers at the other end. And I love when they play together. I really do. So, key takeaway number two is having CJ McCollum adds a complete well, I suppose then Tony Snell, but CJ McCollum for the most part, um, adds a whole other layer to our offense. The team is completely different with him on there because all of a sudden they can't help off Brandon Ingram and you can uh, because CJ McCollum's just going to punish you. And there was plenty of times where the guys turned around to BI and go, oh, hang on, and you could see him and they had to go back and defend. And then all of a sudden these guys are playing in space. There were shots that CJ took that were like warm-up jumpers. And he's looking around for someone to come and guard him and no one's coming. So he's just like, well, I'll just do a little, I don't know, 15-foot jumper and, and splash it. You know, it's no dramas to him. Um, and so I love the fact that now we can punish people at almost three of the five positions on the ground, you know. And then the two other guys starting, uh, Jackson and and, Devon, uh, and um, Herb Jones, are just complimentary pieces. You know, attacking the offensive glass, hustling, disruptive on the defensive end. But you've got, I don't know, 50 points sitting there in your, in your two guards or two of your guards. Um, and then you've got JV as well, who's going to give you, I don't know, what, 17 and 10 every night? Pretty hard to guard. There's not a whole lot of teams that can game plan for all of them. And then you get the bench come in who are completely disruptive. will pick you up full court. Um, I think CJ McCollum has such a, been such a great addition. And as he gets more comfortable, we're going to see an even better version of this Pelicans team. And you can see that him and B.I. are starting to get some chemistry, play together, play off one another. And we don't have a lull when B.I. is off the court now. So really impressive um, effort for um, them to go and get him. And, and he has been an absolute fantastic addition. We knew he was going to be, but uh, really happy that it has come together. Now, the third key takeaway is we can hang with anyone. I'd be nervous if we made the play-in. I wouldn't be wanting to meet the Pelicans in the play-in tournament. I'll tell you that now. I wouldn't want to be playing them. Because if they figure this out, scary. And it's a wrap. The team will get in there. Do you know what? Maybe this year's, this year's not championship year. We know that. 
But could they go and make some noise? Absolutely. Absolutely we could. And then next year, or at the end of the year, I don't know, Zion comes back. How many teams are adding an all-star, all-NBA caliber player for free? None of them. I'll tell you that. None of them are adding that. So, you know, watch out. Because the Pelicans are for real. And they're coming. We built something special. And we're all locked in. So, I think I might leave it at that. Uh, Next game we have is the Kings. And that's uh, in a couple of days. So, we take them on on Wednesday night. Uh, The road trip continues. And um, actually, no, it doesn't. I... Am wrong. We're back in the Smoothie King Center for that. So a couple of days rest. Uh, we take on the Kings at home, and uh, hopefully we can give them a touch up. That would be really handy, uh, and, and keep the momentum alive. Because the more games we win, this is this is one of those games you have to win because they're trying to get in the play in as well. They're a little bit further behind, but you need to beat these teams below you. Um, these are the ones you have to win. So uh, we can't move away from our own uh, schemes and. Um, strategy we need to play pelicans basketball and, and hopefully stomp them as well be really good so i'm gonna leave it at that uh i'll have a chat to you later on as always this is the sports ethos new orleans pelicans podcast i'm lyle swithenbank look after yourselves and um Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.